Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rinse at a time. This might be the most important video of the week and dare say the month. And you know what? The year so far. And that is, of course, because we have Anna Kelly on the show. How are you doing, Anna? Oh, thank you so much. It's so good to be here. <laughs> yeah, our backgrounds are, are very similar. We are not afraid to talk about bad things or what we see going on. See episode number two. Well, I just want to remind folks, sometimes people hear me talk about a recession coming. They hear me talk about a jobs number that might be negative next or Friday, which really is going to freak people out. But I want to remind people, the best opportunities we have ever done have been in a recession or because the owner had some other event. So yes. I am more excited about 2022 than I was in 2021 or even 2020. Uh, and I'm curious if you're the same. Yes. Um, more excited, I probably wouldn't quite go that far. Okay. All right. But, but because I, I see a lot of pain ahead, I see a recession ahead, like we talked about, go listen to number two. Um, and I'm very heavily you know, invested in, in lots of apartments where my tenants are going to be really impacted if that happens. And so, you know, the, the, my heart goes, I know a lot of those people won't weather a recession as well as I will. Mm -hmm. Um, in, in kind of the asset class I'm in. But in terms of opportunistic, you know, with that said, we still have a responsibility to our investors and to our families to make wise decisions and to capitalize on low points in the market when we can buy things cheap. So when a recession happens, property goes on sale, we like to buy it, we need to be prepared with some cash to be able to take it down, potentially some investors if lending dries up, because mm -hmm. right now, you know, lack of Supply lending is easy. When a recession happens, lots of supply lending is hard, right? Oh, so I'm excited that this time, unlike 2008, I know exactly what to do for the most part to capitalize on it and to do well instead of just fatalistically going, it's we're doomed forever, I'm out, right? Yeah. That would be a mistake. Yeah, for me, what I mean by excited, I, and you're right, I, I, again, if people watch the channel, I feel right. I, yes. I remember being having a party because we were going to have to leave our foreclose on our home and move to, to Michigan. Yes. I remember those things. So I, I, I feel that. But when I'm, when I'm excited about is frankly, transactions are going to fall off a cliff, which for is for me is a great thing the reason we have no inventory is because transactions lending, it's all of those things going on. So transactions yeah. are about to hit a brick wall. I think slow down in Q2. I think Q1 is, hey, I'm an owner. I've been on the sideline. Rates are going up. I have to jump in now, right? Buyer's remorse, all of that's coming. Yes. So Q1 will be busy. But I think starting in Q2, things get soft as people look over their shoulder and go, recession's coming or is here. Right. And what that will mean for me, because I've set myself up on purpose to be ready to take advantage of this, because again, I've experienced this before, is great. Now let's go fishing. Let's market to older landlords and say, hey, have you ever thought about seller finance? Let's do a deal. I've got 20 some odd years of history. I've got a decade of experience with others. If you want to talk to them, like references, let's, let's buy your entire portfolio because you're done, right? And then there will be some, some better class single family homes we pick up because, hey, you bought in the last two years. You've got 30 year debt that I want because I can't get but you got to go to Texas for the job. Why don't I take your property over sub two? I'm just so excited by it slowing down yes. that I can finally evaluate deals appropriately and, and, and frankly create win-win opportunities. I hate markets that are so fast that I got seven seconds. And thankfully, I think that stops at the end of Q1. 
Yeah, I think so too. Plus, you know, we know rates are supposed to go up. Yeah. And, you know, how quickly do they raise them? I, I predict they might go up half a point right out the gate. They, they got it. Oh, thank up. you. I, I, I've been calling for that for six months. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Now they have to, you know, I, I think, you know, if, if it's a quarter point, there'll be another really quick raise. But as rates go up and affordability comes down and the pain of recession gets deeper and more personal, definitely people start to leave. And the other thing is when things start to fall, you know, Warren Buffett's adage, be fearful when other people are greedy, like now, and be greedy when other people are fearful. You know, a lot of fear will happen in the marketplace if real estate starts to correct, if we go into recession. And that will make a lot of new investors who just kind of jumped into the game late, it'll make them too scared to move forward. So definitely, you know, eliminating half of the buyers um, if it's like last recession, um, definitely makes it a little bit easier for us um, with more motivated sellers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when was the last time you truly found a motivated seller? Right? They didn't need to be. Right? You. No. That's where deals are created. Is when you have the time to really communicate with a, a seller. And go. What do you want? What do you need? Because I'm here to tell you, folks, in a, a in an environment where half the buyers disappear, price isn't always the most important thing. Right. Right. It's certainty of close. It's these conditions. It's a lease back pair. Who knows what it might be? But Absolutely. yeah, I am so looking forward to a slower market. Me too. Yeah. I, I have actually um, overpaid um, by basically trying to still play hardball a little bit just to see how motivated someone was. And within a day, someone came in and paid way, was willing to pay way more than my offer yeah. and having to pay more than what we had verbally said twice in the last couple of months because sellers are so not motivated. Yeah. They know there's 10 people like you lined up and you're not getting a deal on the buy. So I definitely look forward to that time when I can get a deal, but also when I can really work out really good win-wins with exactly. myself. And so, you know, in those types of, of markets where people are in pain, Michael and I, if you listen to us, you know, we care about people. So we're not saying, oh, let's take advantage. No. But when I can sit down with them and say, listen, here's your options. I'm one option, but let's create a win-win and figure out what motivates you, what you need from this, and let's make your life easier and also get a pretty good deal on the property. Um, I love those win-wins. I feel really good about buying real estate when times are tough and I can help people out. Um, and it's just a better time to buy for us and, and a, a better way to have more opportunity to help more people. Yeah, I just want to summarize what, what you said there, right? There's a couple of deals in this hot market where you agreed with the seller. Let's just say they wanted 200. You're like, hey, I'll give you 190. You're like, I'll think about it. 24 hours later, somebody offered 210. And then you want the deal. So you pay 215 or whatever it is. I mean, that, that's what happens in a crazy hot market. That will not happen in the market I see coming. No, I've never paid quote unquote retail um, in all the years that I've invested on, I don't think anything until the last year and a half, really the last year. And I'm buying things at retail, but that's okay because you learn how do I make a great deal, a great deal. If you're buying it at retail where it is today, but there's a lot of upside to create or, or great debt structure, you can make a great deal even if the, the price is high. Um, but the deals that I'm doing today, 18 months ago, I would have said, I would never pay that, right? I would yeah. have thought, they were not a good deal. Um, so you just have to be willing to have the wherewithal to invest in great deals for that time in the economy mm -hmm. and just continue to do it. And over time, you know, there's good and bad times, but take advantage of the opportunities you're given in a recession 
because you'll get the best deals that you'll ever get during a recession. Yeah. And again, I love that point. Do a great deal for the time. And again, I'll just give people examples in my small buy box, right? When I started, it was, I think it was seven or eight percent yield or cap or cash on cash. 2010, it was 15. I wouldn't look at a deal if it wasn't 15, right? And most of my deals were north of 20. Right. Um, and you know, recently it's as low as six. So I mean, it changes all the time. And in a recession, my in a like let's just say a recession starts this summer. I guarantee you my 6% average will go to eight or nine. Yes. Because I don't need to do every deal. In fact, I don't want to do every deal. I only want to do the best of the best yes. for that time. Absolutely. A absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And again, thinking about your financial goals, I always go back to this. Your financial goals will be different in different economic cycles, and they'll be different as you grow as an investor. So in the beginning, in 08, I was desperate for cash flow. Like I was hurting in this recession too, and I wanted to replace my job. So I wouldn't do any deal that didn't have a high return of cash flow, but it usually required a lot more of my sweat equity, yeah. right? In that time. Now I'm in a period where I'm like, I mostly want preservation of capital. I want some cash flow. I'm not looking for huge appreciation. I still like forced appreciation, right? But when we hit a recession, some of that cash flow might be stymied a little bit. I have much more opportunity for growth. Um, and I still want deals that are going to preserve capital. And I want passive deals because now my time is more valuable than my money. But yep. we all progress. So, you know, kind of a takeaway for, for our listeners is don't just do the, the kind of deal you see Michael and I doing, mm -hmm. right? Learn the principles that we're talking about and do a really great deal for your financial goal at the time. And make sure you're investing in things that are going to weather a recession. You don't get scared when everybody tells you that, you know, real estate's terrible. You're going to lose all your money. It's just like 08. Mm -hmm. Don't get scared. Just make wise decisions for deals that meet your financial goals and just keep doing deals and keep doing deals and do the best deal you can do yep. until, you know, the, the, the cycle goes back to where we are today. Yeah. One of the things I would tell an early investor, and I think I wrote it in my first book, I always tried to make the next deal better than the last deal. Love it. That's important. And then the second thing is watch your debt structure. What blows most people up is debt structure where resets happen and it's just bad timing, right? You, you have a reset coming in a higher rate environment into a recession where rent growth fell over or whatever. The value could change and you may have to stroke a check and you're probably not in a position to do that. So uh, watch the debt structure. 30-year fixed on residential is awesome. They can't come take the property as long as you're making the payment. So uh, watch the debt structure, folks. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree 100%. Very cool. Well, Anna, how can people find you? Great. You can find me here almost every Wednesday, <laughs> one minute at a time. Uh, you can find me on social at Anna Kelly, REI Mom. My website for large apartment investing for accredited investors is greaterpurposecapital.com. And my website for education and things that can help you with your investing is reimom.com. Very cool, Anna. Thank you very much. And congrats on everything you're doing. It's amazing to watch. Thank you so much. You got it.